think invoices are just mundane pieces of paper or electronic documents. Ever wonder what happens when that invoice hits the accounts payable department? Probably not, but we're here to share that it's a lot more complicated than you might imagine. And get it wrong or try and skip one of these steps, and you could end up with non-payment, you could end up being put on credit hold, you could end up making a duplicate payment, or even worse, fraud. That's right, fraud. Stick around for the secret life of an invoice. Your company can't afford for you to get it wrong, because what could happen is absolutely horrifying. Hey guys, I'm Mary Schaefer, founder of AP Now, the place where we curate the latest business intelligence about accounts payable and payments for those who work in, manage, or have responsibility for the accounts payable and or payment function. Now, before we get started with the 17 stages in the life of an invoice, that's right, 17 stages, the lion's share, by the way, of which are spent in the customer's accounts payable shop, I want to make sure that we're on the same page and we're all talking about the same state, same thing. So let's start with a very brief definition. An invoice is simply a bill, okay, a, com a bill for the company, except in the corporate world, we call them an invoice. And of course, the invoice contains all pertinent details related to the transaction. So let's dive right in. You know, the birth, if you will, or the beginning point, or what I call phase one in the life of an invoice, is when the invoice is created. Now, hopefully it is created with some care so that the details are on it are correct and there will be no further problems when the customer receives it. But as we know, uh, care is not always taken. When care is taken, there is a phase two um, where the invoice is actually reviewed before it is sent. Many organizations will go out of their way to review uh, larger invoices, but this is a step. Sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Phase three is kind of the delivery or the sale ascending of the invoice. We used to say it was mailed, but today um, it can be emailed or mailed. And in fact, more invoices are emailed than are mailed. And unfortunately, some folks are doing both with the same invoice, which creates a lot of problems at the at the customer's uh, location if they receive both a paper invoice and one that comes through electronically via emails. Whatever, the email is mailed and then it is delivered, it is received. That's phase four, when the invoice is received. Now, sometimes uh, the data on the invoice at that point is entered. Sometimes it's entered afterwards, after it's um, approved, but it, it is received. And phase five, not, not doesn't happen always, but happens most of the time in today's environment. It is scanned and or converted to an electronic document by some other method. You may have sent it through a portal, in which case it came through as an electronic document, but one way or the other, most invoices do get converted into some sort of an electronic document. At that point, Typically in the accounts payable department, it is then sent for approval. So accounts payable sends it to the uh, purchasing department or the marketing department, whoever ordered the goods for them to approve for payment. Then the uh, item is returned in phase seven. It is returned with the approval. Now, a lot of times you would think, well, then you just go ahead and pay it. But the reality is many, many times when that invoice is approved, it has not been reviewed. So the person who got it said, oh, yeah, ABC company. Yeah, we did business with ABC company. And uh, yeah, we ordered widgets from them and they just approve it. But nobody actually, they don't actually take the time to look at the data and say, oh, no, that's the wrong price. Or no, we ordered 45 widgets, not, you know, 48 widgets or whatever. So anyway, there's an approval on it, which is a step in the right direction. And then with that, that approval, it is sent back to accounts payable. Phase eight 
if the data wasn't entered when the invoice was first received, when it comes back with that approval, it is entered now. And here comes phase nine, the fun step, the fun the step where a lot of the problems first start to show their ugly head. At this point, the invoice is matched against the purchase order that the company sent out and the receiving document. So these three documents are matched. Um, did the, does the invoice show the amount that we ordered for the price that we agreed on? Um, and was it actually received? And if all three documents are agree in agreement, um, then it is scheduled for payment. If everything agrees, if we go into phase 10, the item is scheduled for payment. But what if it doesn't? And I have to say, uh, estimates vary, but somewhere between 25 and 35% of all invoices will not match. Again, it depends upon your industry and a whole bunch of other things. But there will be a, a group of invoices that don't match. I call these discrepant matches, and then the discrepancy has to be resolved. Now, who's responsible for resolving that discrepancy? That will vary from company to company. But in most cases, I like to say we give it to the person with the least amount of information uh, who's to do this, and that is the person in the accounts payable. You know, they didn't order it, they didn't fulfill the order, but yeah, they're, they're tasked with resolving that discrepancy. Um, we hope that the discrepancy is resolved before the uh, payment due date, because if it's not, then you may get a second um, invoice. But anyway, if there is a discrepancy, it's put on the pile, so to speak, which may be an electronic pile of invoices to be reconciled. And how fast that happens will vary from company to company. Some places will make it a high priority, very few, by the way. Um, in most cases, folks don't really like trying to resolve these discrepancies, and but that they do get to eventually, and then the person has to either call or email the supplier and or purchasing to try and figure out what is correct and what amount should be um, paid. Like I said, hopefully we resolve the discrepancy before the due date, but often this doesn't happen. So phase 12 is the point where the discrepancy is resolved and the item can join those others who pass the three-way match and in phase and, and scheduled for payment. That scheduling for payment will depend upon what payment terms were agreed upon um, and may or may not be shown on the invoice. They should be on the invoice, but they're not, often not out. Next comes phase 13, with, which many of you are going to think should be the last step, but um, it's not. Okay, 13, we make the payment. If it's an electronic payment, it's, it, it's you know, sent over to the bank. Typically, uh, there'll be a second uh, a set of eyes that looks on it, and the payment will be made. If the payment is being made by a, by a paper check, check may be put on electronically, but we have phase 14, uh, where somebody actually puts a manual signature on, which happens typically only with larger checks. And what's large will vary from company to company. But anyway, a manual uh, signature will be put on the um, on the check. The check probably will have to be put in an envelope. Sometimes there's an automated process for this. Uh, many, sometimes there's not. Okay. Sometimes there's backup attached. Sometimes there's not. But uh, signature is put on and then the check is mailed and the backup is pulled and then somebody has to uh, uh, file it. Um, 
in phase 15, if we're in a paper environment, which we are less and less, um, somebody actually has to take that paper check and uh, put it in, in uh, file it away in case anybody needs to reference it, which will happen um, from time to time on certain invoices. And, you know, hopefully they file it and that's the last we have a see or hear of that item. But you know, oftentimes not because if there's a discrepancy or if a vendor comes back and says you didn't pay me, um, et cetera, you may have to go back and refer to it. Also, you may have to uh, pull it uh, during audit if the your auditors want to see that particular invoice. Now, after being in storage, if it's a paper item for a few years, it will be transferred to what we call cold storage. Um, Although in today's environment, even if it was a paper item right up through the payment process, it may have been scanned afterwards. We call it scanning after the fact um, and converted into an electronic uh, item. So we have less and less of this paper storage. And then consequently, because we have less and less of it, less and less of what we call cold storage, which then we used to ship the documents off site usually after a few years. Every company had its different uh, process for the, the different time frame, depending upon, um, you know, how much space they had. And this was, you know, many of you know Iron Mountain from those days. But again, most, most likely it is converted to an electronic um, document. And if it is scanned, um, the life of the paper invoice will be relatively short because the uh, paper will be destroyed, uh, but that electronic file could live on indefinitely. And when, once it's converted to an electronic document, there is not the same need, if you will, to hold on to the information. It doesn't take as much space, so we don't have to worry about you know, cleaning out our file cabinets and moving it to cold storage. So in theory, it can live on indefinitely. Now, as you might suspect from this discussion, there are many things that can throw a monkey wrench into the smooth flow of an invoice from one phase to the next. So that's why we did uh, recently did a short video on invoice processing tips to help our viewers ensure as many of their invoices as possible will make a swift trip from receipt of invoice to payment without any hiccups along the way. You can watch it right now using the link that will appear momentarily on your YouTube screen and is also in the description below. As always, I appreciate your likes, your subscribes, and so a big thank you to everyone who has hit that thumbs up button.